My entitled neighbors demand full access to my house as well as a portion of my back garden as they try to renovate their rundown house. And I've never been more amazed by somebody's entitlement in my life. Here's what happened. So I first met James and Rose when I heard my doorbell ring. James and Rose are not their real names. I head downstairs and I find them already in my living room. Yep, my girlfriend opened the door and they just waltz right in like they own the place. We awkwardly said hello while also guiding them back out the front door. I thought that was it, but boy was I wrong. James and Rose bought an ex-council house that had been badly damaged by the last tenants. I'm talking busted walls, shattered windows, you name it. The house was listed accurately, so none of this was a surprise to them. Strangely, I never had problems with the people who used to rent and was amazed when they left and I saw the damage that they had done. James and Rose just decided that I would be helping them out and had the audacity to come over with a contract that they had drafted stating that their builders can use my garden and my bathroom and that they can use my kitchen whenever they needed until theirs was installed. Now, them handing me this contract was literally the second time I ever interacted with them. I basically went around to tell them that this was ludicrous and that they could shove it. They weren't pleased and slammed the door in my face. Not too long after that, I find them standing in my back garden. My girlfriend had been hanging up laundry and they apparently heard her in the backyard and decided to let themselves through my front yard around the side of my house and right up to her. My girlfriend was practically frozen, holding up a pair of her pants while they just stood there, looking around and just smiling. They then suggested, given how unhelpful I'd been with their renovations, that I host a barbecue for them and their friends. Now, what friends, you might ask? Beats me, but I shut that down real quick, and I told them never to come through my backyard ever again. But they weren't done, and they couldn't leave yet. They had the gall to propose straight after I told them to get out that I give up roughly one-fifth of my garden so our gardens could be equally sized. I told them in no uncertain terms that they can forget it. It is not my problem if they bought a house with a smaller garden. At this point, I was seeing red, and I think they knew that they had pushed it too far as they eventually scampered away. Now, I guess James and Rose decided that since I wouldn't willingly give them part of my garden, they would try taking it instead. From my back room, I saw some guy standing at the end of my garden. I went out to ask who he was and how in the world he got there. And as you could probably guess, it was because of James and Rose. Turns out James and Rose had torn down our adjoining fence and this guy was planning where the new one would go. Clearly not having been told that it's my garden and that I was absolutely not on board with this plan. And oh, it gets better. They also peeped through my windows and had questions about my belongings. I do kickboxing and I have a life-size training dummy. And they would then ask me about that and be like, did you know that looks scary and it should probably be moved away from the window? They apparently didn't want to see it while they were enjoying their newly enlarged garden. I calmly told the man that I was keeping all of my garden and none of them had my permission to be there. I also informed them that if I catch them in my garden again, they will be volunteering to take the place of my human-sized dummy. The last I heard, they tried to bully our 70-year-old neighbor into giving up part of his garden. He's got early-onset dementia and his four or five sons visit him regularly, but they don't currently live with him. I stay in contact with them as I go around to help my neighbors now and then, or just to chat and keep him company. He's a really cool guy, and hearing him upset about some contract and him losing where his shed was located basically had me fighting not to see Rad. Eventually, though, one text to his sons, and that nonsense was shut down really quickly. I mean, honestly, I never thought I'd meet people this entitled, but here we are. Needless to say, James and Rose have kept their distance since my very explicit warnings, which extend to bothering our dear old neighbor, too. 
My girlfriend is back to hanging up washing outside, but she won't open the front door without checking the ring camera first, just in case those weirdos are somehow lurking around the corner. Wow, this honestly upsets me. The fact that these people would not only just straight up walk into your house the second you open the door, but also would invade your personal privacy is beyond me. For me personally, I'm a private individual. I like to keep things to myself, and I like to keep my belongings safe and secure. So when someone's messing with my belongings, namely my home or my garden if I was in the original poster's shoes, I would be livid. I would not be taking this sitting down, and I personally would have been involved with the police to make sure these weirdos don't try that again. Like seriously, they came up to you after having a terrible first impression of walking into your house and tried to get you to sign a contract, basically saying, oh, the construction guys, yeah, they can use your bathroom and your kitchen whenever they want. Also, we're taking some of your garden, thanks. Like, no, I don't think so. You're not doing any of that. You're going to stay off of my property while also leaving the 70-year-old neighbor alone. So honestly, good for you for putting your foot down and not taking that for a second because these neighbors were being absolutely entitled jerks. And I'm pretty sure if you gave them an inch in your life, they absolutely would take a mile. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Also, go to amithejerk.com slash submit if you would like to submit your own stories. My girlfriend thinks it's weird for her to have to pay me in rent. And at this point, I really don't know what to do. So to start things out, I just wanted some opinions from internet strangers on this one. My girlfriend and I have been together for about five years. For the first year and a half of our relationship, she lived at home with her parents, but spent most nights at the place I was renting at the time. In March of 2020, I bought a house and she moved in with me. Until recently, I hadn't been asking her to contribute money to the household expenses because when she moved in, she was working part-time and simultaneously working on a master's degree, as well as trying to get a professional certificate. I have been paying for all of the utilities, as well as for her car insurance and most of our groceries. A few days ago, I asked her to start paying for her share of the utilities, as well as $500 monthly towards the house. She didn't have any issue with paying toward the utilities, but she said that it was weird of me to ask her to pay rent since it was my house, and I would essentially be profiting off of her payment. Eventually, she agreed to start paying me, but it really seemed like it was under protest. I think $500 is very reasonable, and I don't see how this is a weird request. It doesn't even cover half of the interest I pay each month on the mortgage. Also, for some additional information, I make about $140,000 each year, and she recently started making about $40,000. She is working on paying off student loans, but is going to have low monthly payments thanks to income-based repayment. My mortgage payment is about $2,400 a month, and the combined utilities are about $500 a month. The home we live in is a modest starter home, and we're in a high cost of living area, so a decent apartment in the area would easily cost as much as my mortgage. Now, here's the thing. I don't need the money, but it is important to me that I feel like we are both contributing towards the household expenses where we can. We do plan on getting married, and we don't want to have any kids. We split the chores somewhat evenly. She definitely does more than I do, since she has had more time to spend at home, but I would call it about a 60-40 split. So with all things considered, is it really that weird to ask my girlfriend to pay me $500 each month in rent? What should I do? I mean, I don't think it's weird that you're asking her to pay for stuff. Maybe if you really want her to, like, pay for the utilities, just maybe ask her to pay for, like, specific ones at the end of the month or whatever you want to do. I can understand where she's coming from, where she's like, wait, why would I pay you rent? We are together after all, right? So, I mean, if you really want to do something where it's like, hey, pay me $500 a month so I can pay for stuff, that's fine, but I think maybe getting, like, something in writing would be better off, and that would be much more secure than some kind of, like, word of mouth, like, open contract between the two of you, some kind of, like, verbal agreement, that's just 
weird. But I think the crux of the issue is maybe she's not paying enough towards her share. And maybe you can just like reword this and be like, hey, this is going to go towards your utilities or at least your expenses or something like that. So hopefully you can work this out and somehow reframe this so it doesn't seem like you're just trying to profit off of her. Am I the jerk for telling my sister-in-law exactly what it's like to have a big family? Here's what happened. My husband and I have six kids. Three of them are biologically ours, with the other three being adopted siblings. Together, we make a high six-figure income and we are totally debt-free, as well as owning our house outright. And this will be relevant later. My husband and his brother were raised by very neglectful parents and used to talk all the time about having a big family when they grow up. They were upfront with me and my sister-in-law about wanting a lot of kids from our early days of dating. My sister-in-law and brother-in-law are starting to try for their first kid, and my sister-in-law has been leaning on me for emotional support, which I am very glad to provide. Last Sunday, she asked me to be brutally honest about what it's like to have six kids. I told her that my experience will not be very helpful to her, seeing that our situations are very different, and she then asked me to explain. So I told her that I am a stay-at-home mom with passive income in the high six-figure range. My husband makes over $300,000 a year, so we are lucky enough to not have to think about the finances when it comes to a large family. The same goes with childcare. I have two nannies, and that is the only way I've found to be able to give all my kids the attention they need, seeing as my youngest has a lot of health issues, and that, even without those health issues, six kids are a lot of work without someone there. And finally, my husband and I were looking into adoption and surrogacy because pregnancy is hard on the body, so three was my limit of pregnancies, and that we were very lucky that we were able to foster and adopt those three kids. But even if we didn't, adopting three extra kids or hiring surrogates was going to be very expensive. Well, apparently after that, she talked with my brother-in-law and told him what I said, as well as how they should maybe space having kids more so they can give them a higher living standard. And now he is accusing me of manipulating her and being a jealous jerk who wants to be the only one with a big family. So was I the jerk in this situation? What should I do? I honestly don't think there's anything wrong with what you said to this person. Like literally, you were just telling the truth. You were telling them exactly how it is and what it's like to have this many kids. Like why sugarcoat it? Why would you instead lie and be like, yeah, have a lot of kids. It's easy. It's clearly not easy. I mean, it looks like the original poster literally has to make well over six figures as well as hire two nannies just to make things work. That is a lot of money being spent raising kids. So personally, I don't think you did anything wrong by trying to give an accurate description of what's going on because it would be so much worse if you just lied out of your teeth just to try and get her to have a big family. Like if I was in your shoes, I would want her to know exactly how I was feeling and exactly what I was going through because describing your experience as anything other than truthful would be incredibly dishonest. My mom is upset that I don't want to celebrate my engagement without my fiance back in the country. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. So to start things out, I just got engaged a few weeks ago and I'm very happy. But that happiness didn't really last so long. I met my fiance when he was here on a student visa and he had to go back to his country. Unfortunately, he got denied of his student visa to come back. It's been really hard on us and it's such a horrible thing to go through. We did have plans of getting engaged before all of this ever happened. So we figured our backup option if he fails his next interview is the K-1 engagement visa. We got engaged when I went to visit him during my vacation time. It was beautiful. We got engaged in front of a palace and it was so very special. Sadly, I had to come back home without him and that was honestly so heartbreaking. Imagine coming home engaged and your fiance can't be with you. I have since been in such a depression over it. My parents don't seem to understand how I'm feeling. I don't want to really celebrate because I know 
know how depressed I am, and it's a reminder that he's not here. I'd rather celebrate at any point of when he comes back. It would be more exciting and more to celebrate. My mom's friend invited me out to dinner to celebrate my engagement, and I know it was very nice of him, and it really was a nice thought. But I already had plans to celebrate my friend's birthday that day, and I knew I'll feel sad celebrating without my fiancé. I tried telling my mom these factors, and she just didn't understand. She told me to cancel my friend's birthday and go out with her friend. I suggested rescheduling, but she insisted it's going to be a nice restaurant, and I absolutely should go. Ideally, I would like to have a dinner when my fiancé comes back, and we can celebrate all together, but no one is hearing me out when I try to express it. After much back and forth, she agreed to reschedule, just to then turn around a few days later, when I have confirmed these plans with my friends, and starts crying that she wanted this dinner because she wasn't included in my engagement. She stated that this was something for her, and that I'm taking away her way of celebrating my engagement. I knew she would try to turn this around and do this, and I feel so stupid for not canceling with my friends. I honestly should have seen this coming. My mom went off and told me how she feels heartbroken that she wasn't included in my engagement and wanted to be present. But that's not what I wanted. I just wanted it to be him and I that got engaged. She's sad because according to her, a lot of her friends are including in their children's engagements and are present during it. She even said how mothers wait their entire life for their child to get engaged and she just wanted to be a part of it. Then my dad said he was sad that he didn't get the call from my fiance asking for his permission to marry me. Now, in my opinion, I feel like it's not the olden days where permission is expected. He then said how even his friend's horrible new son-in-law called and asked for permission before the engagement. I mean, I don't know what to say to that. I guess everyone is different and the guy does seem to be horrible, so that's not really a good thing, I guess. My parents are upset with me for not wanting to celebrate the engagement because they weren't there when it happened. I get that they're upset, but no one is acknowledging how I feel. No one really understands that I don't feel like celebrating and that I'm just so sad to be without my fiance. It just doesn't feel like the time to celebrate. I wish so badly he was here and we weren't having these kind of issues. I just want to be left to myself and for them to understand why I'm sad and actually try to support me. When I tried expressing this to my mom, she said maybe I shouldn't even be engaged if I'm not going to be happy about it. She also said if anyone asks about my engagement, she won't tell them and she'll just keep it a secret. My mom keeps blaming me for not wanting to celebrate my engagement. She said other friends want to go out for dinner and give me an engagement gift. And I knew I couldn't even suggest waiting until my fiance comes into the country. So I just agreed and asked for it to be a regular dinner. She then got upset and told me it can't be a regular dinner, but a dinner to celebrate my engagement. She then said that she'll tell her friend to not give me a gift and tell her I'm too sensitive to celebrate. At that point, I just gave up and I told her to do whatever she wants. I really feel like no one is supporting me of what I'm going through at the moment. And when I try to express it, I'm met with all of this. They won't ever know what I'm going through of not being able to be with my fiance. Also, I'm starting to be made to feel horrible for them not having a part in my engagement. Should I just suck it up and deal with it? Or is how I'm feeling in any way justified? What should I do? When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. 
Your mom and dad are being absolutely unreasonable in my opinion. Why on earth should they feel entitled to your engagement? First off, your mom was lying to you. She didn't have a friend who wanted to give you a gift. She was just trying to guilt trip you into saying yes. That's all she wanted to do. So when she was like, oh, I'm going to tell my friend not to give you a gift now. It's like she's holding a carrot over your head. Do you want the gift or not? Like, come on. She's realized that she can't get her way. So now she's trying to lie and manipulate you just to try and get exactly what she wants. She wants the social credit. She wants to post this on Facebook and Instagram just to brag to all of her friends about how her kid is now engaged. Like that is honestly insane to me and she is clearly the one with the problem. Am I the jerk for pouring wine on a wedding guest after my friend and I made a vow as teenagers that if somebody wears white at one of our weddings, we would get revenge and pour wine all over them. Here's what happened. So my best friend since childhood got married a couple of weeks ago and I was one of her bridesmaids. She is 26 years old and I am 20 22 years old. Since we were teens and learned about it, we always said if someone shows up in white to our wedding, we would throw wine on them for each other. I thought it was a joke for a while, but I was definitely wrong. She went with a simple dress because it was a barn wedding, but still looked beautiful, and she was clearly the bride. The invite and dress code said casual or cocktail attire, just wear whatever makes you feel beautiful, with the color white being reserved for the bride and the groom. The wedding was gorgeous, and an hour later was the reception which she changed into an ankle-length pretty white dress so that she could dance around. No one was wearing white except for her and her now husband. This girl that my friend went to high school with and still kept in minor contact with but enough to consider a friend shows up in a mid-calf white dress with very small flower details and I watched my friend's face fall when she saw her. I was sipping on wine while other people were watching because I'm not very social. So I walked over to her and I asked her thoughts on the outfit and she said she wasn't a fan but didn't know what to do. In return, I swirled my wine in the glass and I asked her if this was my chance and she laughed, shrugged her shoulders and nodded towards the girl, which I took as her saying, okay. So I walked up to this girl and said something along the lines of, hey there, I really love your dress, but it isn't really the occasion for it. Is there any way you can go change out of it? She looked at me like I said the most bizarre thing in the world. She laughed at me and said, and I quote, this whole thing, no, it's nothing. I even offered this chick my spare dress that I kept in my car just in case my bridesmaid dress got dirty. And this is all because she looked about my size. But she actually declined my invitation. So this is when I looked back at my friend for her approval and she gave me a shrug. So I went for it. I dumped my wine down the front of her dress. And when I did that, she made a big fit and stormed out. The rest of the reception went smoothly and my friend didn't say anything besides laugh about it and the next day even said that it was deserved. Well, fast forward and this girl's family found me on Facebook from a friend's post and has been sending me messages nonstop. They were telling me, you absolute jerk, you need to replace our $200 dress, as well as several other awful messages. And honestly, at this point, I'm starting to question if I should replace the dress or if I should just keep ignoring the messages. What should I do? Okay, maybe this is just coming from me, but I really don't think it was a good idea to throw wine on another person. Like, that really did not seem like a smart idea. I get that was a joke when you were younger, but it should absolutely end there. Like, you don't just go around throwing wine on people just because they're wearing white at somebody's wedding. That is such a bad idea, and I just don't think that was smart. Like, if you really wanted to try and do this, I would have just, like, gone up and then tripped and been like, whoops, and then thrown the wine on her and been like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, let me get you a napkin or a towel or whatever, and then you can ham it up and be like, oh, this was an accident, I didn't blatantly pour wine on you, because that just looks really tacky and rude. It makes you look bad, it makes the bride look bad, everybody in that 
that situation will suck. Like, obviously, she should not have worn white at somebody else's wedding, and she 100% should have changed out of it, but pouring wine on her is definitely not the answer. I can only imagine what the bride was thinking in that situation. Like, maybe they had, like, instant regret that, yeah, we actually went through with that. Because, obviously, it's one thing to say it as teenagers, but it's an entirely different arena when you actually go ahead and do it. When it comes to paying back for her dress, I mean, you could if you wanted to be nice. I know if I was in that situation, I would be willing to help pay for it in some kind of way, especially if I really did ruin it. I mean, that is the cost of pouring wine on somebody. You might ruin their clothes. So you can definitely go ahead and send some kind of money, but I would absolutely make sure you have some kind of receipt to make sure they don't try to pull a fast one and be like, wow, you didn't pay me back. So honestly, I think everybody kind of sucks here. I really think you should not have thrown wine on that lady, and I think that lady was an absolute jerk wearing white to somebody else's wedding. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, check out the playlist at the top of the description. And if you want some vibey music to put on in the background, check out Easy Mode. If you like Am I the Jerk, check out Am I the Genius. Everything will be linked in the description.